Broadcasting to millions from WebmasterRadio.fm's world headquarters in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Welcome to Rainmaker. Rainmaker. Hosted by the founders of Webmaster Radio, Darren Pappen, also known as Essie Guru, and his beautiful co-host, Brandy Shapiro-Babin. Brandy. From their persistent work ethic to their personal accomplishments, Darren and Brandy bring you candid, no-holds-barred interviews and commentary with guests that exhibit inspiration, dedication to their craft, and leave an indelible mark on their path to success. And now, Webmaster Radio presents a program that is truly the destination for education and entertainment. This is Rainmaker. Well, hello, everybody. I want to welcome you to this Thursday's December the 18th edition of Rainmaker. And I have to say, the studio is a bustle tonight. We're, I, 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 I'm kind of speechless, you know, because I, we're on-demand fanatics here. Obviously, um, Webmaster Radio is very much in, in the on-demand space. And my my lovely bride and I, we, we like to do what? We like to watch television on demand. On demand. And um, it, it was just, uh, just I want to say a couple of weeks ago, I tripped across uh, a promo for a show called Whale Wars. And it, uh, you know, having a production background, I immediately went, "Oh my God, this is this looks amazing!" And and you know, not being a, a Discovery Channel watcher very often, I was like, "Honey, check this out!" And uh, I, and we immediately got addicted. I mean, from a production value, high production value, but more importantly, I have to say, from like a reality based television type of show for those of you that haven't seen it um it is a a boat the uh the steve Irwin, and it's a it's a foundation it's a, it's a sea shepherd and their mission is it was established in 19 here we go it was established in 1977 it's the she, uh, sea shepherd conservation society it's an international non-profit marine wildlife conservation organization their mission is to end destruction of habitat and slaughter of wildlife in the world's oceans in order to conserve and protect ecosystems and species. Sea Shepherd uses innovative, direct action tactics to investigate, document, and take action when necessary. And I mean, it. wow. I mean, talk about passion and protecting, you know, the various ecosystems. Life. Life. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I, I, I got up this morning after having watched the edition right before tonight, tomorrow night's finale. And, I, and, and we've in the past have said that, you know, we, we've, we've taken on, um, you know, hurricane tsunamis, victims and tsunamis. Yeah. And, 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 you know, we've brought the community together to, to band behind causes that really need attention. And, and tonight we'd like to, to welcome all the way from the Steve Irwin live, Captain Paul Watson. How are you, Captain? Oh, very well. Thank you. Thank you for taking the call, and welcome to the show. And may I say, um, I, I, you've you've left, you've rendered us speechless in in some of the brilliant strategy with which you've forced governments to 
actually look in in the direction that you've been fighting so hard what 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 goes through your mind when you're making these life-threatening decisions well we're trying to uh, we're down here actually right now in Antarctica and what our objective is is to uphold international conservation law we have all the laws and the treaties we need to protect the oceans and endangered species, but there's a lack of political and economic will to enforce them. Mm-hmm. So we embarrass governments by going mm-hmm. down and doing that job and saying, look, we're doing this because you're not doing it. And uh, we're actually empowered to intervene by virtue of the United Nations World Charter for Nature, which allows for non-government organizations to uphold international conservation law. Excellent. Now, before we go any further, because we have been absolutely ensconced in, in the TV show, um, can we let's go back a little bit and talk a little bit about who you are, your history, and sort of your how progression. You got, how you how you got to the Steve mm-hmm. Irwin today? <laughs> it's a long story. I really started when I was ten years old. Uh, uh, rescuing animals from trap lines, and then when I was 18, I was the youngest uh, founding member of the Greenpeace Foundation. I left Greenpeace uh, in 1977 to set up the Sea Shepherd Society because I felt there was a need for an organization, not just to protest, but to uh, actually uphold and enforce international conservation law. So for the last 30 years, we've been intervening against uh, illegal activities on the high seas. Now, to you, I mean, I, we, we've seen you out there, and I mean, it is, and I agree with you. There's, you know, there's all of these treaties, and there's all of these, you know, political documents put in place, but no one... There's no enforcement. ...enforcing them. Now, how, I mean, I've got to say, you know, from a, from a business standpoint, I mean, we, we've watched some of the stuff that you've done to, to protect the whales, and we think... What a brilliant! I mean, from a from a business from strategy a, from a strategy standpoint, you, you you've done some things that have forced people, um, you know, to, to to wake up and pay attention. Um, I, I, I mean, is this something that that as you've progressed, you know, th- through through Greenpeace and what have you, uh, you know, what 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 got you into to thinking that hardcore? Because it's it's deemed controversial. Well, it's the only thing that's effective is through direct intervention. You know, for the most part, everybody just goes to meetings and writes papers and goes to conferences and nothing ever gets uh, changed. So we go out onto the sea and uh, rock the boat, literally. And um, what we're doing right now, for instance, is that Japan is targeting endangered whales in an established whale sanctuary in violation of a global moratorium on commercial whaling and in contempt of an Australian federal court ruling that they can't kill whales in these waters down here off the Australian Antarctic Territory. Blatantly illegal. And yet nobody's doing anything about it because Japan's a big economic heavyweight mm-hmm. and they're throwing, and they're threatening everybody who tries to take any action against this. They certainly threaten us. And uh, so what we have to do is come down here, create controversy, create international incidences, and really bring this to the world and say, look, you know, we, we're doing this because the governments are not upholding the law. Which is putting, which is obviously putting you and, and your cause on the map and then enrolling other people. Now, interesting enough, your, your, your concept, though, is to, keep, um, is, is to keep a lean, mean following. Am I correct? Yes, it is. And also, we've understood, you know, the language that uh, the whalers, for instance, understand is simply economics. And for the last three years, we've cost them their profits. They haven't made any money. Last year, they lost $70 million, and we saved over 500 whales. And uh, if we keep this kind of pressure on, I think this is uh, what's going to get them out of here eventually. 
how I, I gotta say, you know, from 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 a cost standpoint, you know, when you go out, this this has got to be an an amazing expense. How long are you guys out at sea for while you're you're fighting the Japanese whalers? Last year it was uh, December through to the middle of March, and uh, right now we've been out for about uh, ten days. And uh, we're down here now, presently searching for the Japanese fleet. Once we find them, we'll uh, just latch onto them. And uh, once we once we're chasing them, they can't kill whales. And uh, so we were able to chase them last year for I think 21,000 miles, and uh, cost them an incredible amount of money in fuel, and of course their lost profits. Um, one of the things I should point out, you know, uh, the Japanese public relations uh, people for the whaling industry call us a lot of names, everything from eco-terrorists to pirates to, you know, <laughs> criminals or whatever, but in 30 years we've never been convicted of a, of a crime, we've never been uh, sued, and we've never hurt anybody. They can call us all the names they want, but uh, we stay within the law. Absolutely, and I mean, you've skated through... You know, I mean, am I am I correct? You're you're not allowed back in several countries, and am I correct on that? Well, not, I'm actually not in Japan. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> that that so so let let me ask you this, Captain. What, what when you guys are, are are strategizing out there? You, you know, you're 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 using a a, a bunch of different techniques. Uh, how how is it that that you guys have have I mean what is it that you guys have to think up to try and uh, because you're in a, you're at open sea and and th- this is very life threatening you know how how do you come up with things that can actually stop these size vessels uh, uh, you know weighing you know risk versus what's going on. We have to come up with tactics that are effective that aren't going to hurt anybody. And, uh, for instance, last year we launched what I call the first biodegradable, non-toxic, organic form of chemical warfare ever when we uh, hit them with bottles of uh, rotten butter and <laughs> methyl cellulose. So it made the entire decks of the whaling ships extremely slippery and uh, and, and stinky and uh, presented uh, conditions that were very uh, <laughs> difficult to work in. So uh, we also have used uh, water cannons that fire pie filling. I've been able to hit people with chocolate and cream pie, which is a pretty effective deterrent when you want to stop somebody from doing something. And great, and I mean, my God, I'm sorry, but like, I mean, I'm thinking Bush with a shoe yesterday. <laughs> you should get one of your pie can. I'm sorry, that's a, but you know, let me. So, how about how about how's the ecosystem on the ship? I mean, that's tight quarters. How, your ecosystem on the What's ship. That? You know, what do you mean? She, she means the environment. You know that you've, you you because you go out and you've got you've got I take it pretty much an all volunteer crew. Yes, we have a crew from uh, eleven different countries right now, and there's also uh, an Animal Planet crew that's doing the TV series on board. Uh, this is a ship that was built by the British Royal Navy as a Scottish fisheries research vessel. It's fast, but it's also comfortable too. So. You know, it's uh, it's a pretty comfortable trip down here, except for, of course, when we get really bad weather and we got about a third of the crew go down seasick. Huh. But uh, they get used to it. <laughs> Fast, right? <laughs> so, so when you're down there and um, you 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 decide to 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 ask the crew to to do something like voluntarily become hostages. What 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 does that feel like on board? 
Well, uh, the crew that we have right now, I have no shortage of volunteers for that kind of thing. I mean, people know what we do. We had over 500 crew applications for this particular wow. voyage, and uh, people are very passionate. That's why I like volunteers. You know, you can't pay people to do the things that uh, the volunteers on this ship do. Well, and uh, they're certainly willing to take the risks. And when people say, well, you know, how can you have people risk their lives to protect whales? And my answer to them is, you know, we risk, we have people risk their lives all the time to protect real estate and oil wells, and everybody thinks that that's perfectly okay. So uh, I think it's a far more noble thing to risk one's life to protect an endangered species or a threatened habitat. And you know something? I think I think honestly, the real point is whether it's noble or not. These people are volunteering because, like you said, they have a passion vis-a-vis other people who are getting paid to do something, or they're being you know enrolled to do something. And I think that's to me. That is most important. So let's do this, Paul. Let's take a quick commercial break, and let's continue creating the passion. Stay with us, folks. We'll be right back. Sit tight and don't move. Rainmaker. We'll be back after this short break. Are your domains locked to the max? If not, your online brand presence and your entire online business could be at risk from Internet thieves. Imagine the damage that you and your company would suffer if control of your domain was lost. Protect all of your valuable domains with MaxLock. From Moniker, your domain asset management specialist. With MaxLock, even if your email accounts are hacked and your passwords are stolen, your domains are protected in your Moniker account. Transfer your domains to Moniker today. Powered by MaxLock. Delivering maximum protection for your domains. Find out more at Moniker.com slash MaxLock. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan from the Daily Searchcast. You know, we love bringing you the news every day, and that's made possible by the sponsorship of BruceClay.com. They've just made Inc. Magazine's list of the fastest-growing private businesses. They've exhibited and sponsored at my conferences from the very beginning. Bruce has got that long-standing search engine relationship chart. Had been out there with the code of ethics, been a search engine expert in the field for ages. But did you know that Bruce Clay can do more than help you with just SEO? They can do PPC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding. Everything you need for success in the online marketplace, you can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years, offices worldwide, they've got answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Bruce Clay Incorporated. When it comes to finding the right customers with the right keywords, all you have to remember is ABC Search. ABC Search is the world's largest privately held pay-per-click network, giving advertisers the best pay-per-click traffic with over 6 billion searches a month and industry-leading protection using ClickShield. Their patent-pending fraud identification software, you can trust ABC Search to deliver the best possible traffic. When thinking about PPC and publisher solutions, all you need to remember is ABC Search. Quality partners, quality search, abcsearch.com. November 16th, 2004. The beginning of WebmasterRadio.fm and its immediate impact on the internet business world. Today, WebmasterRadio.fm has become one of the fastest growing internet media outlets on the planet. Our trade show coverage is second to none. We have brought you speeches and interviews from the most influential names in search, affiliate marketing, and public relations. Eric Schmary, Andrew Hank, John Battelle, Keith Farrar, Jim Lanz, Jason Calacanis. And that's just the beginning. Trade show coverage on demand now at webmasterradio.fm. Webmasterradio.fm. We're everywhere. You're listening to Rainmaker, only on webmasterradio.fm. 
I want to welcome everyone back tonight to this special live edition of Rainmaker for this December the 18th. Uh, join, joining us tonight all the way from the end. Oh, we, we, we lost him. We, we we're we're gonna call back. I, I I've got I've got to say that you know we, this is this is amazing for, first and foremost because he he's we're physically talking to the captain while they're out <laughs> they're saving out the sea. whales. They they are out there right now chasing the Japanese. <laughs> and if if you haven't had a chance to see the uh the the the, the show as of yet. You can find it on demand, and and, and t- it's on the Discovery Channel, uh, Discovery Channel on Animal Planet, Friday, Friday nights. nights at nine o'clock Eastern Standard. Eastern Standard, and tomorrow evening is the se- first season's grand finale. Which you know, really, I-, I need to talk to him about this. Really ticked me off because I'm like, <laughs> I'm just getting into this. I'm pulling all-nighters to watch the show and then it's, it's his season finale. Um, but they are on a satellite phone, which I think sometimes can be tough to get through. But I do, I think, you know, I, some of the reading that I've done about, about Paul is he believes you know, you've got all of these huge organizations that are just massive organizations um, with a bunch of chatter versus you know having people who you know a smaller group of people that are actually they're actionable and and we have just got the captain back captain welcome back well thank you so so uh, I I, want to kind of update everyone here not not um, I would say a truly accurate description as of yet in season one of how successful you've been, but you've actually sunk eight whaling ships while ramming numerous other vessels and, se- and seizing more than 80 other poaching vessels. That's huge. Yeah, we have uh, sunk a lot of whaling vessels, and that might sound very illegal, but they were all pirate vessels. And, uh, for instance, I, I shut down uh, the pirate whaler of the Sierra in 1979, chased it, rammed it off the coast of Portugal. And uh, the Portuguese Navy brought me in. They charged me with gross criminal negligence, and I said, well, there wasn't anything negligent about it. I hit the thing exactly where I intended to. Poor <laughs> captain laughed. He says, and the other thing, he says, I can't figure out who owns the ship, and until then, you're free to go. Good for you. And, uh, so... So what we do is, for instance, 1986, we uh, sank half of Iceland's whaling fleet in their harbor, and, um, they, you know, they called us all kinds of names, and I sort of went to Iceland, and I said, well, if you have charges, what are they? And the next day, they told me to leave the country. Uh, they knew that to put me on trial would be to put themselves on trial. The Minister of uh, Justice said, uh, who does he think he is? He comes to our country and demands to be arrested. Get him out of here. <laughs> oh, my God. What? Yeah, but what a compliment. I mean, that's, that's brazen, first and foremost. <laughs> I, I, and I think I, I think that's obviously your, your, your character. Um, so so you're out there right now. What 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 what? How do you get these tips first and foremost? Because I was ask that, but then I thought because you guys get these tips. You know how how far can you see on radar? And twelve and, miles. Well, we have a helicopter that she used for surveillance too, and uh, it's a vast area. But uh, we've managed to find them uh, every year. Uh, we've only been here for, well, down here for about four days now searching, so I'm pretty confident we'll find them. And once we do, we'll, uh, they, they won't be able to lose us. Let me, can I, what was like, 
Do you ever get? I mean, because we've watched you on on TV, and I've got to say, you know, you you sometimes you get this look of consternation, but never a look of panic. Has there been a time in your life where you thought, "Oh my God, I've gone too far," or this is out of control? No, I, I've always been able to take control of it. I, you know, we've had some even much more serious uh, confrontations in the past. Uh, uh, in 1981, we uh, had a confrontation with the Soviet Navy when we landed in Siberia to get evidence on illegal whaling activities. And um, uh, there was two Soviet soldiers patrolling the beach, and uh, they thought we were Russians. I guess nobody had invaded the country since World <laughs> War II, so they just thought we were Russians. And uh, we spent 45 minutes documenting everything. I got back into the boat, and a soldier came over, and he pointed at our boat, and he said, Shoeta, or what is that? And I had, like, four months of Russian, and I said, uh, yeah, the Zodiac, it's a Zodiac. And then he said, yeah, the Mercury, it's a Mercury outboard engine. That's when oh. I realized we were in trouble. Oh, no. And I turned my back on him, and I had a UPI photographer and an engineer in the boat. I said, what's he doing? He says, well, he's taking down his gun. And I said, well, smile and wave at him. <laughs> and they, of course, they started smiling and waving. And the psychology being, who's going to shoot you while you're smiling and waving? <laughs> and that so confused him that uh, he ran back up to the hill, and we thought we got away with it. Then about... 45 minutes later, this big frigate came out of nowhere. This big Soviet frigate came up alongside, and the captain came on the radio and said, Stop your ship and prepare to be boarded by the Soviet Union. And my response was, We don't have room for the Soviet Union. We're not stopping. <laughs> nobody, had ever said, nobody had ever said no, no. to these guys. Before. Right. right. And they didn't, they didn't know how to deal with it, so we were able to get back into U.S. waters. Oh, my God. Now, now you, you're from Toronto? Uh, I'm from Canada. I was born in Toronto, raised in a fishing village in the east coast of Canada. But I'm uh, I'm actually a U.S. citizen now. So, so what 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 is what does your country think about what you're doing? No, we are his country. He he he's he's uh, no I American. Mean, he's b- b- born Canadian. Well, Canada doesn't think too much about what we do because we every year we go up and oppose the Canadian seal slaughter. And uh, I'm not a considered uh, in Eastern Canada, but actually the place where I'm from, uh, they either love me or really hate me. <laughs> but you know what? At least you elicit an absolute response. You know. Well, that's true, and we we right? we have saved literally hundreds of thousands of seals on our campaigns against the seal hunt. Now, now, before we got on the air live, uh, you, you had mentioned that you, you're also out in the Galapagos. Yeah, that's a major project of ours. We've been there for nine years working with the Ecuadorian National Police and the Park Rangers. We've uh, busted over 65 poaching vessels. Last year, we raided and seized 45,000 shark fins and 100,000 sea cucumbers and exposed the entire shark fin mafia. That's actually why I was wearing a bulletproof vest on there, because they put a contract out on me, so I wear that all the time. Oh, my but, God. Um, wow. But, uh, we, what is we, a shark we've, uh, tin mafia? We've got a lot of it. Uh, achieved quite a bit in the Galapagos. What is a shark tin mafia? Uh, well, shark fins, uh, that's the third largest illicit oh, trade uh, after drugs and guns. And uh, shark fins, there are over 19 mm. million sharks are killed every year with the shark fins sent to China for shark fin soup. And we're wiping out the sharks because of this. And they're wow. taking about 300,000 sharks out of the Galapagos every year illegally. And so we're trying to, oh, to, to stop that. And so uh, this is a highly illegal trade. And unfortunately, as people in China become more and more affluent, there's more and more demand for this prestige dish, which can go for $200 a bowl. And so they kill the shark, just take the shark's uh, fins off and throw the rest of the animal back into the ocean. Oh Isn't that a, for, for what is considered to be a delicacy? That's what about their life? We should unbelievable. I think we should put a fin on them, cut it off, and, <laughs> you know? Uh, okay. I, 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 I mean... I, I, 
I, I that that renders me speechless there, and I most definitely understand um, the drive and motivation behind that. The 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 fact that there's you know five hundred people in a waiting list to get on board. Um, how do you how do you vet? Um, your volunteers. I mean, since you do have like such a strong influx of people that want to support you, how do you how do you vet them? Uh, we interview everybody and uh, choose from uh, on the basis of those interviews. But I do try to give everybody who wants to it uh, an opportunity, and which is becoming increasingly more and more difficult. But um, you know, we really look for people who are skilled and at the same time passionate. But every year we also take people who haven't been to see before and haven't got the skills in order to uh, you know to introduce them to this. So right now we have 40 crew members plus there's an 80 person Animal Planet crew on board. Um, a third of the crew are female and uh, they're from about 11 different countries. Now, how long did it take you to get? such a strong you know a strong application of volunteers like how long have you been you know so strong i've had over 4500 people uh, volunteer on the ships over the years mm-hmm. and but uh, because of uh, the whale war show we're getting uh, quite a quite a few applications these days good for you so it's really been y- utilizing um the media in a consistent way that's given you guys yeah i mean i've always lift. made I've always maintained that the most powerful weapon in the world is the camera. Oh, absolutely. I mean, absolutely. And I know that you've got the still photographer on board. You depict everything. A picture shows, you know. Um, well, I mean, there, you guys are digitizing everything over there and, and obviously using it, you know, for for a part of how you're planning you know, the strategies uh, in your attacks, which is utterly brilliant. And uh, I, I, I've, I've got to say, costly. And, and I, I, it, of course, in season one, you guys had a major in, engine problem and, and had a, a revenue shortfall where you had the red hot chili peppers come to your aid. I, I, like, you must have a pretty good black book going there, Captain. Well, it's always a struggle to raise uh, funds, but at the same time, you know, I had to make a decision a long time ago when I left Greenpeace. The problem is is that organizations get to a point where they spend most of their money trying to raise more money. And right. I said right from the beginning, we're going to take people's contributions and spend it for what they gave it for. So we don't do direct mail. We don't do door-to-door solicitation. You don't see our people, you know, calling people up on the phones and asking for money. People come to us. And because of that, we have a, a pretty loyal following. But it's still a relatively small following. And we're hoping that with Whale Wars, that'll get bigger. But I, that was one of the tenets of this organization, is that we would not spend people's money on uh, promotion and raising more money. Right. Uh, and good for you. Right. You're, you're all about action. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, intervention in law enforcement is really how, how, how we uh, view what we're doing. We're really an anti-poaching organization. So, so Captain, how how is it? Now, from from a political, it's got to feel awkward, you know, having co-founded Greenpeace, and and now, you know, you hear some of the comments that 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 come from Greenpeace, which you know that they they don't take the same type of action that that you do. You you take physical intervention. Uh, how does that feel? Because that's that's definitely a current shift. Well, I do find it somewhat amusing that people who weren't even born when we founded uh, Greenpeace are now uh, criticizing me and saying that I don't understand what Greenpeace is all about. Right. <laughs> but, You're like, um, hello. Yeah. 
But the thing, my my problem with Greenpeace is that you know when they they say that we're being too, uh, you know, we're taking too uh, aggressive, risk, right? And, and they come down here and they they hang banners and they take pictures and everything. And I said, well, and, and they say that their whole thing is bearing witness. You know, bearing witness to an atrocity is enough. It's sort of a Quaker philosophy. But my my point of view is that if you don't walk down the street and see a woman being attacked and do nothing, or a child being molested and do nothing, or a kitten being stomped and do nothing, and you don't sit there and watch a whale die and just hang a banner. You have to intervene. Well, it's sort of like, I mean, I hate to equate it. It's like the Holocaust. If people just laid witness, right, wouldn't that make us all offenders? That would be pretty horrible if no one intervened. So I, I, you know, am verbally endorsing what you do. You are taking action to stop atrocities. And, and I got to say, Captain Watson, there, there's there's a lot of, of companies online from from Yahoo to Google, a lot of uh, IBM, major corporations that that listen to this radio network. If if you could ask them and appeal them to them for support, how, like how 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 would they get involved to to to, to support your efforts in in you know, keeping the the poaching from happening and keeping the whales alive. Well, if I could give one message to Yahoo, uh, <laughs> you know, is to, to respectfully request that they divest themselves of Alibaba, which is the largest shark finning uh, company in the world, which Yahoo owns, and uh, that would certainly help the sharks considerably. Wow! Okay. There you have Good it. Good information. There you have it. And 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 if if some of these companies wanna wanna financially get behind you and and help in your efforts, how do they go about doing that? Well, absolutely, we have, we certainly support uh, any uh, you know con- contributions we can get from corporations. Uh, right now, like uh, Patagonia and uh, Quicksilver and Dirt, uh, these are companies that have uh, been supporting us. Uh, Paul Mitchell uh, shampoos and everything, and so we we really uh, appreciate that kind of corporate support. Captain, we in our live chat room, they're they're asking us uh, in regards to Yahoo. They'd like clarification. What what is it that that Yahoo is doing that that they should stop doing? Yahoo purchased a company, a Chinese company called Alibaba, which is the largest shark fin uh, uh, distributing company in the world. And so they're the company primarily uh, involved with. Uh, with the, the shark fin trade, a lot of which is illegal. Uh, so we have all kinds of information on our website about it. Wow, I I, I, I gotta say, Captain, I'm 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 truly aghast aghast at, at this. And and uh, folks, if if you want to learn more, you you really need to run run over to seashepherd.org. Um, there is a ton of information over there to find out exactly what the efforts are of Captain Paul Watson and his amazing crew. Um, Captain, we obviously want to have you back on again and uh, keep keep our listeners abreast because they're they're definitely our chat room is is alive and thriving. You know, shouting their support to you down where you're at and so we'd like to call back for updates and of course tell everyone head over to seashepherd.org whale wars friday nights on the discovery channel's animal planet at 9 p.m and when when is the next season starting i'm really upset 
Uh, there will be a ten-part series. I think it'll be starting in May uh, when they get back from this campaign. I, I should add one thing: if people are curious about why we fly the Jolly Roger or a pirate flag that they see in there, is that the story behind that is that when people started calling us pirates, you know, I go back to the 17th century when piracy was out of control in the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. It wasn't the British Navy that shut down piracy; they were all on the take. <laughs> uh, so. Uh, Piracy was shut down by Henry Morgan, a pirate. So if you want to stop pirates, you need pirates to do it. So we look on ourselves as pirates of compassion and pursuit of pirates of greed. Ah, there, <laughs> there you go. go. You know nice. something? I think you know what? I think a lot of people, if you don't mind, can ad- can adopt that mantra. Good for and, good for you. I, I got to tell you, Captain, you, your your efforts. You know, our, our radio network is behind you, and we commend your actions. We we. The, yeah, I'm a little upset though. Can you do me a favor? Um, uh-huh. Get the Animal Planet to bump you guys up. I can't wait till May. To, to do what? We the Animal Planet. Your your new season needs to start in January. She's she's saying we can't wait till May. <laughs> Unacceptable. Well, we won't have the. We won't have the film crews back until March. <laughs> you know what? If there's a will, there's a way. You you've proven that, my friend. So until that time. Um, you know, as Darren said, if you guys wouldn't mind, we're going to continue to check in with you, get, you know, some updates so, you know, people can have a continued inspiration as to what you're doing out there and hopefully in, you know, get them to have that passion to support you. We, we, we'd like to help this and go. And the seals and the sharks and the whales. We'd like, we'd, li- we'd like to help continue spread your word. And uh, so thank you very much for taking the time to, to come on the air with us tonight. Well, thank you. All right. Have there a, you go. a great evening. Keep and warm good and hunting. be safe. Good hunting. Yeah. Have some good pie. Okay. <laughs> so you. Th- there you have it, folks. The Captain uh, Ca- Captain Paul Watson. I'm I'm still I'm still shocked. Um, you know, here's here's the deal. Uh, you know, I I, I I I got Brandy hooked on it. You know, straight what away. Damn him! And you know, we did. We we were we were up late. We were watching episode after episode, and um, I I I got on. Um, I, I I I got up this morning after having watched last night, and and I went downstairs. It was early, and I said, I'm going to call. And I'm going to see if we we can't get Captain Watson on because this guy is like this guy's a rainmaker. This is a make it happen kind of guy. Absolutely. And you know what? There's a lot more that I want. You know, we want to hear from him. And obviously, see, Brandy was trying to be lazy and slide out of 2008 without doing another show. Well, I, and, and quite and, honestly, and, but what, this was a good. This was a good, an amazing karmic. Way. Absolutely, a, 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 an amazing way to close out this year's uh, you know season of, of Rainmaker. Um, but but I think most importantly, you know, the takeaway here is um, you you can take some action, and you should take some action. Rainmaker is about that. We're about looking at people who 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 make a difference, who actually go out there and do something. And here, here is a man that has has. Oh my God! He had a contract put on his life. He's put himself. He on wears the Kevlar. Line. He's. You know what? Whether you agree, oh. right, or you you agree with him, or you disagree with him, here's a person who has. He's an. He's an absolute unwavering, and I think it also shows, especially where the world is right now and where things are going. Um, 
that through through everything, if you believe and you have passion and you have principles, you can persevere through anything and you can make a difference in the areas that are important to you. So if your passions aren't whales as much, donate donate some of you to help those um, who are less fortunate because that does make a big difference. And what I'd like to propose is that we, because... Oh, hold on. I, 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 I must go back to the chat room because, um, I, I mean, I would implore to, to Yahoo as well. Um, we, we love Yahoo, we, so I'm we, a little shocked. We, we do. I, I, I am. So, you know, I'm, I'm sitting here looking at some of the information coming through. Um, it says that Yahoo has a billion-dollar stake in Alibaba, representing approximately a 40% shareholding in this. And our chat room is, I mean, they're aghast at this. And um, if, if you haven't had the opportunity to see the show, you must, because this is truly a clear-cut example of the, the, the type of, of person who, who is a rainmaker. There is no better definitive uh, definition of of what it's like to be a rainmaker. This is a this is a man who, from a strategic standpoint, his entire life has and has dedicated his entire life to saving life. And I I, I must say, a, a, a kudos to Animal Planet. They are doing an unbelievable job mm-hmm. at representing yeah. what's going on no, no, down there. They do have, now understandably, they do have a disclaimer on the front of his show <laughs> that, you know, the views of what's happening opinion, do not represent, yes. blah, 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 blah. But I think it's, even it is interesting. He puts himself in peril on a consistent basis to keep the, you know, the ecosystem. I understand that I speak funny because I'm from Boston. There you go. Um, you know, but but for, for, for keeping... Um, a balance to the ecosystem, you know, from putting that in peril. So what I, what I'm going to do is this. This is what we're going to do, dear and Babin. We are going to get consistent updates from the Steve Irwin because they can't fly the animal planet back in time. <laughs> so we can help the Steve Irwin and the Sea Shepherd stays top of mind with people. And and folks, it really it really should and you should take a look at this only because you truly can make a difference. And um making a difference in in really saving lives is an extremely huge deal and there are corporations out there that can get behind what's going on you don't have to be a part of profiting from the killing of innocent life i i mean i i'm i'm sitting here still aghast that that what what came out of the captain was the appeal to yahoo i i i am mm-hmm. and 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 can i say folks pick up a phone if you know someone over at yahoo and and say hey guys have you watched Whale Wars lately? What's up with Alibaba? Just just ask the question. Right, because I'm shocked, quite honestly, because we, I mean, Alibaba goes to a lot of the conferences that we go to. We actually know people from Alibaba, and it's unfortunate that I had no I, I, idea. I, I had no idea. I, ignorance is not bliss, people. I, I, I mean, that's 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 why that's why knowledge is power, and we are. <laughs> 
we're we're going to stay on this story because obviously there there's there's more to it and uh i i, I will say you know obviously the, the 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 chat room has has like they are they're they're freaked out over all this they, so i folks for those of you listening to this live or on demand I would appeal to you once again. We, we, we are normally not spammy, but I'm going to tell you I'm spamming the show tonight. I, I want you to take 10 minutes, 15 minutes, because you spend that on your Facebook, right? Playing, you know, your stupid, your stupid buying and owning people and what. Like, come on, guys, take 15 minutes instead of doing that just for once and go to www.cshepherd.org. And just find out what's going on. You know, and if it's not, and honestly, if it's not Sea Shepherd, it's just this is the time of the year, guys. You know, we can all make a difference. Pick whether it's whether it's it's a neighbor that's not doing well, whether it's cancer, which is unfortunately the most global disease that exists today, whether it whatever. Just make a difference. That's the gift that we all have. The gift of giving ourselves. It doesn't have to be putting your hands in your pocket. It can actually you can you can do something to to help um, to help others. Absolutely, but, you know. absolutely. And and, and folks, uh, with this, um, we're going to say that that you know Rainmaker has had uh, an amazing you know 2008. We have, and uh, th- this has been a tremendous way for us to close out. We're very very proud to have had Captain Paul Watson on tonight yeah, so as our final him. show of the year. Yeah, and, and watch a- him for his final episode for season one on Animal Planet, 9 p.m. Eastern. Eastern Standard Time. All right. That's it. That's it, folks. We want to wish you all a safe and Merry Christmas and, of course, Happy Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah. (laughs) Let's not forget that. And, 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 folks, we will see you. In, oh my goodness! No, no, no! We're we, we just won't be here. We're not going to say yeah, that yet. We're not going to say it. Just happy and healthy holidays, everyone. Go. We love you. 